0: to Emil franzing's voices of the west dedicated to the principle that america was better off when our tv shows featured cowboys instead of lawyers
1: and you know maybe if we had more cowboy shows we wouldn't have the gas prices that we do how many of you out there have had to take out a mortgage to buy gasoline these days
2: well i've taken i've taken to
1: holding up stagecoaches to get yeah. enough money yeah me too uh, Anyway, welcome to another edition of Emil Franzi's Voices of the West. I'm Harry Alexander. That lilting tone you just heard was Bunker to France. That's me. In Los Angeles, our good friend and co-host Todd Roberts. Afternoon, sir. Uh,
3: good afternoon, Gold gentlemen, and I'm <laughs> so happy to be here. You know, uh, gas prices are so high. The other night, Nola said to me she wanted me to take her out to the, a really expensive place to eat. So we pulled up into a gas station, and I opened up the back of the car, and we had a a tuna fish sandwich picnic. And she said, what is this? I said, this is the most expensive place in town, honey. Get used to
4: it and enjoy.
1: (laughs) Well, we we figured when you weren't with us last week, you were standing on the corner with a sign It said, uh, we'll work for gas or something like that, you know.
3: (laughs) Well, it was either I'll work or I'll dance for gas. Um,
4: Yeah, we want to see them work. I do have
3: a big uh, shout-out in Phoenix to the Fry Bread House, the best Indian fry bread I've ever come across. And not to mention, they they have great Mexican food. They put on your fry bread for you. So just really great,
1: really Mm
0: -hmm. just the best. And speaking of
1: Phoenix... That's where our guest is hailing from, our guest for today. Phoenician. he He's a Phoenician. His name is Phil Olsey. He, uh, by day, is a financial planner. By night, he's a henchman. He's a henchman. Now, he turns into a cowboy and plays cowboy music. Welcome, <laughs> Phil.
3: Howdy. <laughs> How are you? Yeah. We be fine. The one and only Phil Olsey, who... Yeah, he calls himself a financial advisor. I call him a, a road agent or a highwayman. <laughs> that's all right. We're, we're not going to talk about that on this show. Yeah. yeah. Show. All, pastor, right, all right. All right. Well, t-
1: Todd, that's all right. Todd, you're the one who uh, uh, suggested that we get Phil here, so you do the introduction, sir. Yeah, it's your job. Well,
3: it's it's truly miraculous <laughs> that um, I even was able to, uh, we're even doing this show because, you know, I really knew Phil in a period of time when I was a, not just a, not just a, uh, burdening or burgeoning, uh, uh, drunkard. I was a full-blown drunkard. <laughs> and, uh, Phil was- You were a part-time student too, don't go yeah. that. We, yeah, but listen, I never let scholastics get in yeah, the way so of my consumption. Uh, and nor did you, my good friend, uh, uh, Phil Olsey. You know, he, he just was you someone who always uh, I'll tell you how I why I knew I liked Phil from one of the first times, first week I ever met him.
2: He bought at the drinks.
3: Was, we <laughs> up, boys. Yeah, we we were talking about uh, you know where we had come from and so on. And I said, well, I grew up in L.A., but I I spent the last two years in Arizona going to prep school. And he says, Arizona? That's where I'm from. And I said, oh wow. I said, do you have a pickup truck? He goes. Why? I said, well, because I always wanted to pick up trucks with a country kid on it. And he looked at me and he said, a country kid, do you know what a country kid is? I said, I sure do. He goes, well, okay, then I think we can be friends. (laughs) So this, this is, this is a gentleman after my own heart. He's a genuine, uh, true, honest human being. He's forthright. He's honest. He's funny. He's a very good musician and a singer. Um, by the way, the check's in the mail, right, Phil? Um, <laughs> yeah. and, well, yeah, he's going to hit you up a, for a while, I can tell. A, <laughs> right, and he's a charitable person. He puts his,
4: oh, well, his, I'll hit his money
3: where his, and his actions where his mouth is. All right. He does two great rides a year for charity, and they devote their time and their effort and their money. And uh, he's just a, he's one of the one of the guests in my brain that goes as high on the list as anybody else we've ever had
1: so Phil how long have you been playing music
0: wow that's a that's a touching uh introduction thank you John (laughs) uh I've been playing music since I was I guess I can remember uh, I How think long I had
2: have a violin. It well, <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: that's a different issue. Uh-huh. You going not unpack all that right now. <laughs> hey,
2: hey, if they anyway, get up, played, if they get up and dance at the country joint, you're playing well. There you go.
0: Yeah, right. Well, I I first stood up and performed and found out I kind of liked it, but it scared the hell out of me, like everybody else,
4: right? Mm-hmm.
0: You know, with a violin and then went to piano and later got the guitar. But I was pretty confused in high school, so I I didn't touch the guitar until I found out it was a magic, you know, magic wand. A babe magnet. Which I couldn't do. Yeah, it's a
1: babe magnet. (laughs) (laughs) I was, I was. I was a drummer, and, uh, you know, I, I, while the girls liked the drummers, uh, the drummer couldn't get off of the stage to go dance or anything like that because i got to keep the beat, yeah. you know, where the guitarist yeah. could just yeah. sit down and let somebody else play rhythm or lead. I attended
2: and <laughs> some of my folks' bar after I got out of the Navy, and bartenders were chick maggots. Ch- yeah, for sure. But it's only after hour, after 2 o'clock. <laughs> well, the more they drink, the and better they, you, you know. look. <laughs> right by
0: 2 they, o'clock, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They see everything, too, right? I mean, yeah. all you got to do is ask a bartender what's going on in the joint. He knows everything. It's amazing. If it's good, right? I couldn't
1: make a Western without a bartender. No. And you can't shoot the yeah. bartender either. Or the piano player. Or the piano player, because they may shoot back. Uh, so, the name of the band is?
0: <laughs> well, I've got a project. I played in a couple of bands in high school. I would say half a band in high school. That's a great Then scene. in college, it really got into, huh? Sorry. Uh, said, I, I really a got name. into it in college. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: Have a band's uh, a great name for a band,
0: yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. It was a collection of college kids that were actually quite talented, and I found myself landing there uh, kind of outclassed, and so it kind of motivated me. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. And I kind of liked the Bohemian hanging out, having a couple of beers, playing songs. It was a, a lot better than going, I think, too Fast Down the Speedway or whatever else guys were doing. Mm. So anyway, I kind of pulled into it. I, I had to set it aside for kids and uh, paying for college and all that good stuff. But finally picked it back up in San Francisco in 2001. And one thing I noticed up there was I was really outclassed. There are so many terrific musicians out there that never get any commercial notoriety. right? right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, you know, everybody's chasing that magic quality. But anyway, it was a terrific experience. I just completed two bands up there, came back here to Scottsdale, where I kind of grew up. I was born in Tempe, Scottsdale area. Uh, folks went to ASU and uh, reestablished and decided that I was going to put together a Pro Tools rig and mix my own music and have guys come in and play tracks or buy the tracks. Mostly I buy the tracks. But I have a lot of fun rearranging the old what you know, the old country songs. Marty Robbins. Oh yeah. Um, you know. Uh, it's kind of a most people out from the outside look at it as a corny song, but uh what is the name of the tune? Trailer for sale of rent? Oh Jay yeah. Paul, who yeah. Say King Lord of the road. Right?
3: King yeah. of the yeah. road, thank you. That is one of my favorite of all time, Roger Miller. Yep.
2: Yeah. Oh, I don't
4: Sorry straight. guys, that I don't was Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was up late in the studio last night, so I'm a little dragging. Anyway, <laughs> um, I've been having a lot of fun going back and finding the old stuff my grandfather listened to, who sang on the radio in Phoenix on KOI in the 40s. Wow. He moved here as a Depression-era kid, and uh, you know it, it destroyed his confidence, I think. Mm. So everybody around him just kind of dragged mm. Anyway, he came to Phoenix, uh, started a grocer. Uh, sang on the radio. He was very, very talented. Had a couple of things going on in LA, but he had a wife that said he had really no one to comment. Anyway, yep. I learned a ton from him. And my, my, uh, um, I think what really motivated me was the seeing these musicians, getting inspired from them from San Francisco, mm-hmm. seeing an opportunity here to play some music that I kind of can control. You know, bands are tough, right? You got yeah. ego problems, you got, C suite problems. You got control problems, girlfriend problems. <laughs> the list is endless. I flip on the studio and everybody's happy and in a good mood. And, you know, it's it's a great place to rehearse to go out in public. The public mm-hmm. is where the real, you know, juice is, I think. For me, anyway, it's yeah. kind of like jumping out of an airplane for some guys in the shoot. Right. So, anyway, that's my sort of short story. I don't know how I landed here. I'm quite honored, frankly, uh, to share anything with you about. My experiences uh, coming up I had, you know, a ton of exposure to horses when I was a kid. We used to ride where the fifty one is. You guys are Phoenicians, right? You're familiar enough with phoenix, uh, right?
1: Been there been there numerous times, know it. Bunker's been to Phoenix numerous times too. Lived there for a okay. while. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, so you know, this now Fiestawa, tr- d- but it was Squaw Peak.
4: Yeah. Go
0: ahead, sorry.
1: Well, you know, your story, it sounds
2: like the Rudy Valley story. <laughs> <laughs> right? you know, <have> college kids. <laughs> A college kid to fame, and I want to share something with oh, you. Oh yeah, I want to share something with you. You know, I try. I tried singing on the radio myself, but they made me get off of it. They said I might break it.
1: <laughs> the filament the tube. The what filament tube went away. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, the music that you sent to me, Phil. Um, this yeah. is all. This is all studio stuff. And uh, uh, tell me. Uh, uh, let's see. I'm. I'm just going to start. I'm going to play one. One of the tunes. Sure. Before we go to commercial break here, so uh, let's just fire this up and let her rip here. Let her
2: rip, Peter Chip. Okay. Come on. Where are you going?
5: Are you
1: of the West, Harry Alexander, Bunker de France, and Todd Roberts, that is Phil Olsey, our guest, and the tune is called wow. Adios Amigo. Great tune, my friend.
0: yes Well, you took the great one. You really did.
3: Well, you know, that, is that, that the, still it, reminds... Why don't you give us the background on that, uh, Phil? Isn't that the song you guys
0: play when you lose a member of your a posse? Yes, yeah. It's, it's got a lot of... Uh, Deep Roots and Scottsdale. So the the guitar work you hear on that is Ray Herndon. This is a guy who spent 14 years plus in Nashville. I know a little bit about him because I go over to Handlebar J. His place is right over the hill from me. Anyway, he did mostly guitar work there. He's part of the Charos. Uh, The Voices Are Mine. Um, And what else? There was one other guy. Bob Howard is an attorney in town. The the three of us kind of collaborated on it over the years. We play this at every ride. For, to honor those guys that have passed away. and, and which,
1: who, who, who originally penned the tune?
0: Well, it's a, it's an old, I believe... Traditional, then. The melody... The melody gosh, guys, I'm sorry. That's okay. I should have that right off the top of my head. That's right. I left it behind 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, I'll get back to you. We'll sing back to you. But, but, but anyway, essentially we it's did a, use
1: the... Essentially, it's a traditional tune.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean it's in the traditional category. Yeah, That's what right. you're talking about. But yeah, yeah. so it sounds very much like a song called "Adios, Amigo" that right. was sung about a cowboy that had a, a you know a suitor for his girlfriend, and he's walking away and saying "Adios, Amigo." That's not the meaning we wanted mm-hmm. to use for it, so it's we wonderful. took the melody and the arrangement and applied some songs and some words to it, and it's it's been a big you know it's been a big had a big impact in the Scottsdale, Charles.
2: No, it's a good. It's a good Western voice. It reminds me. I cannot think of his name. There was a, a fellow that was doing Western music, right at the end of the 40s, early 50s, and he was, doing pretty decent. I don't. It just fell off the map. But he had that that same, uh, vocal quality. You know, it was, it's, that, it's that kind of high lonesome sound, which is a great no, it's sound. Kind
1: of well. It's almost yeah, it's almost George Strait. <laughs> right, this guy's better than
2: straight. Well,
0: I should I should be so lucky, right? <laughs> and I I appreciate you guys saying that. That what I was said on, during the, the play. I don't know if I was muted or not, but I said I'm trying to channel Ray Price, which ah, I think was oh, where I got sure. some of that influence. Uh-huh. My grandfather loved Ray Price.
2: Yeah, North to Alaska.
3: Her,
0: sure, wow. You know, one of the things I'll share with your 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 guests or your listeners is that. One of the things I noticed for me, I was very lucky at an early age. I grew up with lots of music all the time in the house. Yep. So, you know, it activated my brain like crazy. And I happened to be lucky enough to be one of those kids that, you know, developed a passion for it. But trying to turn on more music in houses, I think that's probably be a good thing for everybody.
1: Yes, sir. No so, question well, about that.
3: Does,
0: does the... Uh, um,
3: you know, who else do you try to emulate or does inspire you from those days of uh, Lefty Frizzell, Johnny Cash, Willie Nelson, Ray Price, uh, yeah. or so many others? Who really is, who are big, uh, uh bright spots in your memory or your, yeah. or your today's inspiration? Hey
0: yeah, Phil. that's a great question.
2: Hey, Phil, yeah, go ahead. uh, are you familiar with the Blizzard, the uh, Ray Price song? There's a Blizzard coming particular song. That's I a beautiful song. Identify. You should do it. I think you've got a great voice for it. I'm writing it down. That's a
0: great suggestion.
1: Now, back to Todd's question. Yeah, what
0: was, sorry, what were ask you asking Todd? So, who 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 inspired, I mean, you the said Ray Price
3: and so on, but Johnny Cash, Willie Nelson, uh, uh, um, yeah. uh, 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 uh Axton, Tom T. Hall, Leslie Frizzell, I mean, uh, Senior, who out there that really,
0: motivates you or is it deep in your memory as a kid not only is that a great question it's a tough one for me because i I was lucky like i said it kind of built in a context of growing up with great music but i would say my dad used to love jose feliciano Uh, you know there's a a really cool um, version of light my fire that he does yes just i remember it's so passionate so you know Tracing back through that, is, it was Marty Robbins, it was Willie Nelson, um, Waylon and Willie, that album that was so oh good, it yeah. had so many great, great songs on it. Um, Leonard Skinner, I mean, you know, there's so many great, it depends on which category you're talking about, Todd, right? Because you, you kind of have to look at, at players. Like Leonard Skinner had a bunch of talented guitarists. Yes. Some guys. Oh,
3: they, they, that they had else. the Guitar Army. Yeah. The Guitar yeah. Army, uh, you know, and of course, I always loved the song by Leonard Skinner, "Give Me Three Steps," and when you listen yeah. to that story, you know I, I was down at the jug cutting a rug with a girl named Linda Lou, and I then walked yeah. a man with a gun in his hand, and he said, "I'm looking for you know who." <laughs> <Yeah>. So, uh, <laughs> there are great stories in here, aren't there? Yeah,
4: for sure. Yeah. Some of these
3: songs, all with right. And right. so yep. that's why Ray Charles did a country album because he said the stories are so great. Yep. Yeah.
1: No question that about good, that.
3: That was a good piece of work.
1: Guys, we got to do our first commercial break. Our guest musician Phil Olsey, out of the Phoenix area. Todd Roberts is in Los Angeles, Bunker to France across the way from me here, and I'm Harry Alexander, and we're at the White Stallion Ranch. And yes, we are. We are
4: there. It is.
1: Our new home we, are, we, are we are we are streaming live from the White Stallion Ranch. We'll be back with much more of Emil Franzi's Voices of the West right after these important messages. Stay tuned.
2: Or the land of cattle and Cowboys. It's also the true West where a large number of Westerns were filmed. For your next vacation, come out to where Wyatt Earp made a name for himself as a highly respected sheriff. Stay where Jimmy Stewart filmed Winchester 73.
1: That would be the White Stallion Ranch. Situated in the mountains just northwest of Tucson, the White Stallion Ranch is an award-winning dude ranch with 43 guest rooms and the hacienda. That's a five-bedroom, three-bathroom home, perfect for larger families, family reunions, and girlfriend getaways. Every guest room has a private patio with views of the cactus gardens, mountains, or corrals. Generous floor plans offer sunny, comfortable rooms, but you won't want to stay in your room. Outdoor activities are plentiful at the White Stallion Ranch. Horseback riding, hiking, shooting, archery, rock climbing, e-biking, and a weekly ranch rodeo are among the numerous activities that you'll enjoy on your ranch vacation. Vacation. Go Western for your next getaway. The White Stallion Ranch. Book your vacation now online at whitestallionranch.com or call 520-297-0252. Are you looking for a smart way to invest your hard-earned dollars? Look no further than Wilkinson Wealth Management. This is an investment firm that works for you based on your expectations, not what the stock market says. This is a firm that wants you as a client, not just as a customer. This is is a firm that lets you design a portfolio for when you need it. It's a new name but the same great service you've come to expect. I Miss Wilkinson is now Wilkinson Wealth Management, 7411 East in Tucson 5207771911. America, let me tell you about Sergeant Greg
0: Anderson. Served 2 tours in Afghanistan, Bronze Star and Purple Heart recipient and unemployed. The unemployment rate among transitioning service members is unacceptably high, much higher than the general population. Veterans are a proven commodity. They're mature, reliable, and hardworking. They deserve a chance to get back to work after serving their country. Do you really want to honor a veteran? Hire one. Go to legion.org slash honor veterans to find out how you can help.
3: Hey, this is Robert Fuller, uh, Jess Harper from Laramie, and we're listening to the Voices of the West.
0: This is the Voices of the West.
5: In a hole, a little secret that nobody knows. Life is a gamble, a game we all play. But you need to save something. You right. Welcome back
1: to Emil Franzi's Voices of the West, Harry Alexander Bunker de France, Todd Roberts in Los Angeles. Our guest in Phoenix is musician Phil Olsey, and that's who you're listening to there. Ace in the Hole boot music. Boots boot music there. Who did Ace in the Hole?
0: That was George Strait. Uh-huh. Another so. huge inspiration yeah. to everyone,
1: right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> hey, Phil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, the old B cowboy singers. You know, there were some really great guys in there. Any of those that you take uh, of uh, hankering or fancy too?
0: Yeah, you know, that's a great that's a great question. So the answer is yes. There's some, like I said, you know, in San Francisco, I noticed there's some t- really terrific, unnoticed guys out there. Uh, but uh, uh, shoot, i was thinking of three things at once. So uh, who am I thinking of on the you know? Call them B, but they really
4: big B as
0: far as talent. Eddie to. Dean, Johnny, yeah. Johnny
1: Bond, Jimmy Ray Whitley Wakely. Jimmy Wakeley, uh,
0: Wakely, yep.
1: Snub Pollard, yep. although he wasn't that much of a musician. Uh, Tex Ritter, sons uh, of the pioneers.
0: Yeah. There's some fine the work. The there. So, here's, here's one of the things that I figured out. Nobody really cares about JP. JP Olson is my playing out game. I just got to keep it separate from business. <laughs> So J-P-O-L-Z-E-N. but anyway, what I found was nobody gives a darn about my thirty-minute version of Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> well, you know what we can, they want to do?
2: Play it the last half to the
4: show here if you want.
0: <laughs> what they want to hear is something they can sing to and makes them happy, right? Yeah. So I try to pick. I think one talent that I might bring to the table. It's a small one. But picking those songs that you know get the butts moving in the seat,
4: mm-hmm.
0: or it triggers something, you know. So, and if I don't get that, I kick the song out, right? So, "Kiss an Angel Good Morning" was a terrific song. Oh I worked yeah, on for quite a while. Charlie Pride, right? Alan Jackson did it. If you haven't heard the Alan Jackson version, check that out. Ah, it's mm-hmm. really good. It's right. So, flashback. You know, that's you. I'm, I call well. I call them crowd pleasers, right? Yeah. For, for lack of a better term. Yeah.
1: And for the most well, part, the nice. the the folks that are uh, who are at that club probably never heard the original to begin with. Uh, I'm I'm guessing because of the age demographic.
2: Well, you know, when That's I was probably fair yes. was a youngster back in New Mexico, going out to the bars and dancing and whatnot, uh, it was always you know some local band, a bunch of guys that get together, and. They didn't call them covers then. They just played the other guy's yeah. music, yeah. and nobody ever complained. I yeah. it. In fact, they would. They some of these guys they'd get, they'd get favorites that people would ask for all the time. And somebody else's song. would
1: yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. It all depends on how yeah. it's arranged.
0: <laughs> Cover bands get a bad rap, I think. You know, they're kind of like the guys, the rest of the music world. It seems to be, anyway. The, the, the vibe I feel is. They kind of treat you like you're. Oh, you're the guy that monsters the floor,
4: right? I don't like yeah.
2: that term. I don't yeah. like the term, yeah. cover. I think it's just it's a <laughs> disservice. They're playing somebody else's music. If you want to say something, say they're playing somebody else's music, not this is a cover <clears throat> band for. Them. Yeah, well, it's like they made a mistake and okay. they're going to correct
1: it. Yeah, it's how
2: that. How
0: many? Yeah, yeah. How many guys other than James Taylor that I can think of off the top of my head can write enough songs to really have a great catalog? Right. right. Billy yeah. Joel is one of them. Yeah. Um there's a Jimmy Buffett did a pretty good job. George Strait's done a terrific job, but a lot of guys can't write enough to keep people interested. They do want to hear the songs that they heard before. So I'll put a plug in real quick. Panel J where I play once in a while. Uh the guy there I know is Ray Hearn and he played on that Adios amigo song. But anyway, he's kind enough to let me play there. But the people there wanna hear the old Burl Haggard. Oh, yeah. The yeah, old, the you old know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: I worked at a country uh, western or country radio station uh, in the Florida Keys years ago, and uh, it, they they said they were oldies, and so I get in there ready for my shift, and I'm going through the oldies section, <laughs> and it's this is this is a uh, 2010 or, uh, or no, two, um, no, I'm sorry, 96 or 97, and the earliest that they have for their oldies is 1980, and I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I mean, there was a lot of music before 1980, and a lot of it was really, really good, and a hell of a lot better than what was released after 1980. i <laughs> well, think back. Well, Spade,
2: Kelly, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. uh, oh, what's his name? Texas. Uh, Wills. Bob Wills. Bob Wills, Wills yeah. And the Playboys, oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Bob These Wills, yeah. How about hey, Bunker, t- I was going to ask you a question. Bunker. Yeah. Did you say you were in New Mexico for
2: a, a bit? I grew up this, in Red New Mexico.
0: Oh, did you really? Okay. Yeah, you ever agree. bumped into a guy named Paul Beer in your earlier days? He was doing a radio show in New Mexico, I believe. Great guy. He was a, he was in the Verde of with me, and we'd sit around and play guitar, that old stuff. But he taught me some great, great songs that are rugby songs that you can't really sing in public. But, what was his name again? Um, Paul Beer. He's an attorney here in Phoenix. He's long since retired. I mean, it's, he sort of grew up in the same neighborhood that we did. You know, it's, so. po-
2: it's possible that he is a generation or two uh, behind me. huh? Or I'm a generation this or two guy, This guy
0: me. has a pretty good talent. You know, you guys have great wit, and that's something that he had. He kind of reminds me of you guys.
2: <laughs> oh, uh, send him a care package. <laughs> <laughs> the, in the
4: check
1: is in the mail. <laughs>
2: You know, that's a (laughs) unique thing, too, you know, because I I grew up in New Mexico, and I spent a lot of time in Arizona with my dad because my folks were separated. And the difference between Arizona and New Mexico, even then, was just day and night. But the one thing in New Mexico is the music scene in New Mexico, at least it's been a while since I've been back, was always, you know, pretty much way behind the rest of the country. Mm -hmm. But it was what people wanted to dance to. And it was basically... He was playing dance music. It wasn't, It was. They weren't there to listen to
1: music. They were there to dance. And speaking of music, yeah. I'm going to play another one from Phil here. Uh, this is a, a it, I hate to say it, it is a cover tune, but uh, I think it's one that uh, is pretty damn good. So we'll just get into it. Amarillo by morning. Watch great,
2: Stone.
5: I'm yeah.
1: George Strait made it famous. Yeah. Amarillo by Morning. Phil Olsen and uh, who's th- the fiddle player? Who's the that's fiddle player. player? Fantastic.
0: I don't actually. That's one of the tracks that I bought. It. It was a nameless, faceless guy. I think he was in China. To, wow. be, to be factual. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's the new
2: thing. Wino in the gutter thing. you picked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he Man,
0: he's that, great. Buddy. He plays on Yeah. No, I, uh, you can buy a lot of these tracks out there and then I, what I do is tune them up or I kick them out and have somebody come in. So I've been fortunate enough to have a couple of really talented musicians inside my studio. It's a, it's a project It's a, you know, it's a magnified hobby, let's put it that way. And I am stumbling around in Pro Tools, trying to learn it, but I'm having a ton of fun. And my objective really is to play music that people love to hear, mm-hmm. lift their spirits a little bit, you know. And I do it for charity. So I don't really want to form an LLC and have any, you know, have tax filings to worry right. about. Well, you're kind <laughs> so. of a mix master here. That's good.
1: That's, that's a great oh. philosophy. Yeah
0: it's, 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 yeah, it's a fun project. So anyway, if you, have, if you have listeners out there that have a charity, you know, event, and they would like uh, the old country stuff, Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Earl Haggard, you know, Hank, they like to hear that stuff, and you think your crowd would. I'm happy to play it for nothing, as mm-hmm. long as they pay to the Charo Foundation uh, what they would have paid, and then slice it in half. Mm-hmm. So they're going to get a deal for it now. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll well, have to decide whether it's worth what you pay. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, how are you with Christopherson? Oh, no. he's
0: a- power, power. Uh, you know, got a lot of respect for that guy.
2: Yeah, he's. a good- he is really a we're not, writer. We're not
0: of at that. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I need to be better educated on Christofferson's stuff because I've had a couple of eyebrow pops where I go, wow, Christofferson wrote that one.
1: I know, huh?
0: You know?
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey, we yeah. got to do our next commercial break here. Oh. So, uh, yeah, I know. It's. The the hour goes by quickly when this happens. Uh, It's Amo Franzi's Voices of the West, Harry Alexander Bunker to France, Todd Roberts in Los Angeles. We'll be
0: back. Imagine switching back to pen and paper to run your business. Every year, we become more and more dependent upon our technology. If your network is not set up properly, you're just one click or one email away from losing data critical to your operation. Arizona Computer Guru offers a host of services to prevent and protect you from disaster. From online backup services to email filtering to fully managed network services, Arizona Computer Guru is here to keep your network secure, your data safe, and your budget in the black. To schedule your free consultation, call 304-8300. The
1: Tucson Trap and Ski Club dates from 1948 and is now at 7800 West Olaho Highway. The club owns 80 acres and leases 300 more from Pima County that supports 50 trap fields, 15 ski fields, two five-stand fields, two sporting plays courses with 12 stations each, a 9,000-square-foot clubhouse, 200 full-service RV hookups for members, and free Wi-Fi. This expansive facility gives a enough room to host major national and international events annually bringing thousands of people to the community check it out at tucontrapanski.com you've got some cattle you want russell but don't have enough henchmen of your own to do the job a little lady up the road a peace won't strike a deal with you about water rights you out there come one step near and old Bess here'll spit right in your eye so, you need to strike your own deal, but you need the right henchman to do the job. The stage is hauling a Wells Fargo box loaded with gold. You've got the perfect spot to liberate that gold, but lack like henchmen to pull off the job. What to do?
0: You
4: better start packing a handgun.
1: Call Renna Hench. We're a bad guy rental agency. We provide you with enough scruffy henchmen to tackle any job with specific directions. Just listen to what Renna Hench users have to say.
2: Well, you know, when I joined Renna Hench, I was trained by Bud Osborne, Charlie King, and some of the best head henches there ever was. And I'm going to guarantee you that you... Cannot hinge without the proper hinges around you, and that's just a gentle hitch.
1: When you need sheer numbers of henchmen, call us. We specialize in stage holdups, water right disputes, squatter troubles, cattle rustling, and much more. Our red henchmen may not be able to think their way out of a paper bag, but they sure can follow directions, and they won't sing to the law about you if they get caught. See our ad in the Saturday Evening Post or Harper's Weekly.
2: Hey, not only that, when you're in the Long Branch and you want to go. Go next door to Doc's to get that bullet out of your shoulder. Get a Renahance to sit there on your place and keep your whiskey warm
1: while you're gone. Renahance, when you need bad guys to do bad guy stuff so you can keep your hands clean. You let me do the work. Sir Monolito's in jail in Nogales. I had heard he was wanted there for several charges. My son does not do things in half measures.
5: That's the best, they're going to execute him. They have a firing wall set up. <sighs>
1: I
4: suppose I always knew he would end up like that.
0: This is the Voices of the West.
1: We're back on Abel he's "The Voices of the West, Harry Alexander Bunker to France, Todd Roberts, our guest, Phil Olsen, and uh, he's up in Phoenix, and uh, we're talking Western music. Uh, Phil is a uh, oh, musician, music. composer, writer, uh, <laughs> all-around good guy. I an of, of music. So anyway, uh, and uh, we always play this uh, High Chaparral theme coming out
0: on the second That's record. really terrific arrangement. I like it.
1: I know. It's, uh, and the reason we do that is because uh, DeFrance was in uh, 52 of those High Chaparral episodes uh, when they shot him here oh, wow. in Tucson. I so, was? Yeah, that's what you told wow. me.
2: Well, that's what I remember, but I don't know. I get, <laughs> I'm pretty good at hiding behind the cactus.
1: Yeah, that he is. He's, hey,
0: go roll with it. I'll roll with it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was so good that I was in shows that never, nobody ever saw, and I was in the shot.
0: But I was good. Like a country song. Hey, that was the as secret. good as I once was. That's yeah, the that secret: <laughs> is
4: to,
1: to be seen but not seen. See, there's a there's a song in there somewhere. I mean, I know it. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: See? I try to get them out, but they just don't
2: come Thanks, no. One of my all time favorites. Yes. Oh, well, squid yes. jigging ground. You ever hear that one? No,
0: that's a new you know,
2: B- Nova Scotia uh, tune.
0: Oh, well, I'm sort of—I live in a cave with with these old songs, you know, Marty Robbins stuff. <laughs> You're not
2: old enough. That's yeah. why.
0: Well, uh, really once you see me, you'll see, you'll see, you'll see differently. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: but anyway, uh, you know, I kind of live in a in a place where I'm doing the crowd pleasers. Right after, kind of do those. But I've really taken interest in going back through and trying to remember the albums that were on the turntables at my grandfather's house, oh, wow. and then my dad. Oh, you, know, house you got my to my tell family. the story how your grandmother made
3: your grandfather stop playing in Honky Tonk, <laughs> or why. <laughs> well,
0: Uh-oh. I'm sure it's. I'm sure there's lots of permutations to the story, but what I've heard, back to you know, what Bunker <laughs> was saying, my memory. Uh, what I remember hearing was that she was insecure about him going. Because the ladies liked him. And he had a smooth... They called him Whisper... I think Whisper and Bill was a stage name. Uh-huh. Well, I <laughs> well, well, guess was that really. something completely different. Bill Anderson,
4: uh-huh. yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, no, it wasn't pornography uh, movie uh, tracks and, you know, s- scores.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, <laughs>
0: More like uh, the Phantom uh, of the Opera?
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: I don't know. I don't know what, what he had. All I remember were stacks of records that he did when he went to L.A., and they all dried up and cracked off the steel that they were wow. melted to, right? Yeah. But the story was he had lots of talent and potential, and who knows what would have happened, but my grandmother said, I really don't want you gone all the time, and you got kids to raise. And so he probably did the right thing, right? But I was thinking about all the albums back when they were listening to Marty Robbins. Um, I learned later that the Grateful Dead covered a whole bunch of stuff. I walked into a club, and Mm -hmm. and we were Todd and I went to Menlo College, which is up around Stanford University. And Todd, you might have been with us when we were out on this night. But I walked into one of the places up there in Palo Alto, and they said, yeah, this guy Bob Weir. I didn't have any idea who it was, Uh, because I wasn't a Grateful Dead fan. Walked in, the guy opens up with Big Iron. Into the town of Avocadia, rode a stranger one fine day, and I was like, "Whoa, wow. this guy's great!"
4: Yeah,
0: and it's a lot of these guys have really covered the Grateful Dead has covered a lot of of the old country stuff, reaching back into the you know late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds, and picking off stuff. Look at what JJ Cale does.
4: Oh yeah,
0: that guy's yeah, a, for sure. That guy's he's one of my inspirations. Back to your question, Todd. You know. And I, I just feel so lucky for all the music that's out here. That To me, it's a, it's a a landscape of incredible beauty that I get to really enjoy. I'm not sure everybody gets into it as much as I do, but I'm sure lucky I will tell you that much, guys. Well, we're
1: we're going to do another tune for you, or from Phil. And um, this one is... He doesn't get royalties, right? Yeah, I know he doesn't get royalties, doesn't but royalties. This, is, uh, this is a great tune, too. So listen up.
5: look so sad I know it's over, but life goes on and this old world keeps right on turning let's just be glad we had some time Spend together. There's no need to watch the bridges that were burning. Against the window And make believe you
4: love me One more time
5: For the good time
1: Price too, and they're Phil Olsen and uh, for the good times. For the
2: good
0: Here, you're times really. with yeah, You're really yeah. picking some great ones. Well,
1: thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Well, you <laughs> sent them to me.
0: <laughs> they're all my favorites. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, so that was sort of a good stuff. Start
1: time.
2: Tell us a little bit something about those trail rides you do.
0: Yeah. Sure. And I appreciate the opportunity to do that. So, when, uh, when I joined the Scottsdale Charles in 1998, what I learned quickly was. They have a terrific impact on the city of Scottsdale. 1061, they raise about a million and a half a year, and they do some interesting things. They actually salt, and I'll tell you, I can unpack it if you want me to, but basically what they do is they encourage and pay for great students and great teachers to continue to teach, get educated to teach, and plant themselves for five years in the Scottsdale School District. Nice. Isn't that a great idea? It's
2: awesome. That's the way it should
4: be. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So they go around the cartel, as they call it, you know, the administrative expense, and they encourage good (laughs) athletes on the field, if you want to think about that, right? I hope I'm not goring anybody's acts. No, like, no, gorg, no, I love
1: well, it. Gorg, you know, the, the supervisors and the principals and the... Hey, hey, Phil, 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 one thing you got to learn about this program is we ain't politically correct and don't want to be.
3: Thank <laughs> God. <can't> <laughs> Let it. me take it a step further for you, Phil, and I, I think you'll find this very uh, uh, very reminiscent of our days together uh, in our scholastic endeavors. Um, no you boy. know, we, we try to offend as many people as possible. <laughs> mm-hmm. If we haven't offended somebody we haven't done our job.
4: In a kind and let me of take that a
3: way. step further, and say in regards to what we were just you were talking about is when you and I were going to school, Phil. Um, you had one teacher for every. Uh, you had uh, um, uh, eight. I'm sorry. Um, it, right now, it's nine. Nine administrators for every one teacher. <laughs> and when we yeah. were kids, it yeah. was one teacher. For every eight students, yeah, yep, it's real. And and that's mean, it's why real we story. have the problems we do, not only in our schools but in our society.
0: Yep, I well, agree with you, partner.
2: They, uh, they, My mom
0: was an educator, and so I saw it firsthand. She actually taught down in a, in a uh, sort of a a uh, you know middle to lower class neighborhood because she thought she could make more impact there. She hated the bratty kids; at Scottsdale, frankly. So. <laughs> well, you
2: know, they, they <laughs> have more kids in a class now than they used. Now, then, when I was in high school, then I had in the whole school. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's really yeah. inspiring. They're paying for their own supplies and things like that. The kids what, are out there raising wrong. money. Well, I think
1: yeah. that's great. That's the the charity work that you do, the ride that you do, uh, for all of that, and your your commitment to <clears throat> pushing education because that's something that needs to be pushed and pushed correctly, I not wish not, yeah. not the way it's being pushed okay. these days.
0: It's not yeah. So the last no. thing I'll sorry about that. The last thing I'll say is yeah. that every year we hold a annual horse ride and invite all those people that support the entire structure of the foundation and the donations and spring training.
4: Cool.
0: And uh, we say we invite them on the ride. It's an invitation only ride, and it's 250 guys. And a beautiful sight is riding across the meadow in Flagstaff with the San Francisco peaks mm-hmm. behind you. This is what started ride last year. Mm-hmm. And you got 250 cowboys dressed in period clothing. You know, they really have a good time on it. It's kind of a city slickers, mm-hmm. but with more people laying on the ground the next morning.
1: <laughs> let's make a movie Charlie about it. Yeah. Let's make a movie yeah, about
0: yeah. it. <laughs> it could be just fun, yeah. Anyway, hey. we raise uh, money for spring training, and we sell tickets to a VIP tent, sort of a, a seating area at the Scottsdale Stadium. So please look it up online if you have an interest in going to spring training games. It's really fun, yeah, and right. it helps the, the kids at Scottsdale.
1: All right, got to do our final commercial break. Bill Olsen is our guest, and uh, we're talking music here on Emil Franzi's Voices of the West. Uh, Todd Robertson, Los Angeles, Bunker to France here. I'm Harry Alexander. We'll be back. Arizona, the land
2: of cattle, copper, and cowboys. It's also the true west where a large number of westerns were filmed. For your next vacation, come out to where Wyatt Earp made a name for himself as a highly
1: respected
2: sheriff. Stay where Jimmy Stewart filmed Winchester 73. <laughs>
1: Are plentiful at the White Stallion Ranch. Horseback riding, hiking, shooting, archery, rock climbing, e biking, and a weekly ranch rodeo are among the numerous. Activities that you'll enjoy on your ranch vacation. Go western for your next getaway, the White Stallion Ranch. Book your vacation now online at WhitestallionRanch.com or call 520 297 0252. Are you looking for a smart way to invest your hard earned dollars? Look no further than Wilkinson Wealth Management. This is an investment firm that works for you based on your expectations, not what the stock market says. This is a firm that Want you as a client, not just as a customer. This is a firm that lets you design a portfolio for when you need it. It's a new name, but the same great service you've come to expect. i Miss Wilkinson. Is now Wilkinson Wealth Management, 7411 East Tank of Verde in Tucson, five two zero seven 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 nineteen eleven. Donkeys have been adopted out, but like everything else, it costs money to run the project. Horse It Around is a 501c3 nonprofit located in Southeast Arizona. Your tax-deductible donations to Horse It Around will go a long way so those horses can be horses. Check out the website horse rescueorg Make a difference in a horse's life. That's horse itaroundrescue.org. This is Craig Morgan with a special message for all those who have served in the U.S. Army. The National Museum of the United States Army, to be built at Fort Belvoir, Virginia, will include the Soldiers' Registry, an electronic record of Americans who have worn the Army uniform, recognizing their service. I've already added my story to the registry. I hope you'll add yours. To learn more and to make your story a permanent part of the National Army Museum, visit ArmyHistory.org.
0: With this deposit of tungsten I've discovered, our country will soon be independent of any outside source of supply. That's why I've got to contact the authorities.
1: But you're in no condition to travel. Pancho and I will get work through for you. But it may mean your death. We can't live forever. Besides, this is our country, too. If it's good enough to live in, it's good enough to fight for. It. Right, Pancho? Yeah. You know, one thing my papa always told me when I was a little boy, keep two things in your heart, Pancho your God, and your
0: country, and to which I say, Amen. This is the Voices of the West.
5: If I was taking a trip out to L.A.,
4: do a along and
5: buy a my long Chevrolet, token on a number, you get on the radio. Just as I crossed the Mississippi line, I heard that highway start to whine, and I knew that left rear tire was about to go. Well the spare was flat and I got up tight, cause there wasn't a filling station in sight. So I just limped on down the shoulder on the rim went as far as it could until it stopped the car. It was right in front of this little bar, Kind of a redneck looking joint Called
1: all the Dew drop in. I think we know what happens after that. Welcome back to Amal
4: Francis' voice. Well, Charlie Otherwise. Daniels there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, it
1: was made that famous that by Charlie Daniels, man. Yeah. Great stuff. Great stuff. He I did saw... another
0: one called... Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, he did another one, "Uneasy easy Rider in yep. 88. Yeah. And uh, that was a fun one.
1: The what those uh, those talking songs those those are uh, those are classics. The Tom T. Hall, Tom Story. T. Hall does that yep. stuff too. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Dwayne Eddy, yep. we were t- for some reason Bunker blurted out during the break. Dwayne Eddy. So we're going to ask you, know what do you think from. about Dwayne Eddy?
0: Well, the, it's it's an icon in the in the in the biz. I didn't really realize I was listening to Dwayne Eddy songs until I looked at who wrote them. Right, you hear a <laughs> cover. A lot of people covered his stuff, and, and you know, I, I don't know much beyond, I don't really. I didn't really spend a lot of time mm-hmm. with Dwayne A. So you got me on that one, guys. Okay. All right,
1: well.
2: <laughs> yeah, his, his stuff always, always, to me, always sounded like it should be on a movie
0: soundtrack. hmm Just that, that's...
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I'll share a story with you real quick. Um, Garden Party, the song that Ricky Nelson Yep,
4: yep.
0: I went to a garden party. Mm -hmm. I just got stumbled on it. I was like, that's a good song. So I learned it. It was a hit. Mm -hmm. I was playing out at some of these clubs. And so, okay, that one stays. And I went back and watched the documentary on Ricky Nelson. He's all over the place in terms of Western films. Yes. You remember the the D. Martin song? My rifle, my pony. Yes. And me. Right? And Ricky Nelson's right there playing the guitar in the movie. Yep. What a, what an icon. Anyway, that, that's a fun one. That's part of the process that I have here, and I thought I'd mention that, you know, kind of well, as far sounds, as influences in and wrapping and the other
2: stuff. Sounds cool. like you're having a lot of fun up there. I'm, sure I'm having there. too much
0: fun. I hope nobody discovers
2: me. Well, stop. You, you've been exposed on the show today. So, yeah, you know, so forget about you know, it. Be you know, <laughs> prepared. Look outside your studio yeah, window. Sure. All those screaming young girls throwing their whatnots at your house. You know, it's... <laughs> I'll never be the same.
0: No, I I am done with all that stuff guys. I've got a great lady and I ain't, I ain't walking away.
1: I don't think we would know how to handle that stuff if it happened. These days. Turn on the electric
3: well, well. fence. Yeah. Yeah, and his lady is from Kansas and uh, she she does not take anything from
5: anybody.
0: First class lady, very pretty. Well, Thank you, sir. I, I was thinking about how I would describe her. You know, I'm not very verbose, although you guys might conclude differently. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, she, how is it guys like us end up of, with
2: good, good women and, and bad, <laughs> they have bad men?
0: I simply stepped into it, guys, and I got on my shoe and I said, I like this girl. <laughs> Did I, I say yeah. like or love? Yeah, there you anyway, go. Anyway, she's, I was looking at some words to, to describe her, and she's alive. <laughs> this girl. This girl has an enthusiasm for life. That's uh, oh, that's awesome! Yeah, yeah, and she's also—I um, think she's elegant.
1: She probably
2: keeps Although you young, will.
0: too, doesn't she? Absolutely. You know, okay. I might drink too much wine and sit on the couch. There you know, go. We, for
1: we got about a minute. We got about a minute left, Phil. What are—it's uh, time for shameless promotion. Website, music, <laughs> give it, give it to us.
0: Uh, it's pretty simple, guys. I'm not doing this really for commercial reasons. I'm doing it for a way to give back to the communities. So I feel honored to be here, frankly. And questioning uh, why I'm why I was able to qualify for this program. I'm so thankful. Thanks for giving
4: me You're American JP Olsen.
0: Yeah, yeah. JP Olson, O L Z E N on Facebook, and that's about is all. That's about all I can do.
2: Okay. It's Have you got any kids coming to... up?
0: Uh, right now, I'm doing a lot of studio stuff and retooling, but I, I'm looking at one at Bisbee. Um, wow. I'm going to go back to the Rusty Spur.
4: Wow.
0: and good spot. Uh, Todd introduced me to some great people, uh, and I'm going to try to play theirs and, and defray some costs for them out at the, uh, what was it, Todd? It's uh
3: well it's uh single action shooting societies uh, mm-hmm. uh we just they finished their annual big shoot, the world championship of the cowboy action shooting end of trail, but there are other ve- events uh throughout the year, and uh we're gonna uh, try to get Phil into one of those or as many as we possibly can
2: actually you so need targets is that it? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, you know that's a funny thing. If you give if you give some people enough liquor, they'll just lay down on the ground and be a target. That, that, that's,
1: so? that's where Bunker and I come in. <laughs> the targets. <laughs> <laughs> We're slow moving. We're easy to. Bill, thank you so much for joining yes. us this afternoon. Thank you, Appreciate you guys. It so much. Bill Olson out of Phoenix. He's a financial planner during the day. At night, he's a musician. Who is some, that masked musician? He play, plays some great music. Uh, next time we get together on Emil Franzi's Voices of the West, uh, that'll be next Saturday, and it's yeah. uh, guess whose birthday it is next Saturday? It's Charles Marion Kid Russell. And for that, we will have the one and only Dan Galeoso on the show to talk about that particular topic. So, until then. 78, 79, 80. Song, everybody.
0: Thanks for listening to Emil Franzing's Voices of the West.